Welcome back to the Bullets Basketball Podcast. I am your host, Alan Jenkins, and here we go again. Washington, this time, loses to the Atlanta Hawks. The Atlanta Hawks, without their best player in Dennis Schroeder, who put a bunch, a bunch of G League guys and a bunch of rookies on the floor. Washington loses to them 103-97 in their latest So Wizards embarrassing loss of the season. From my count, this is their 18th loss of the season. Now, you might look at the box score and say, hey, well, Bradley Beal had 32 points on 50% shooting. Yes, he did play well. Um, Kelly Oubre was better tonight. He uh, looked like he found his jump shot a little bit, was 3 of 7 from 3-point range, was 2 of 35 in his past six games, so obviously that's an improvement. However, he did miss all six of his two-point attempts. Otto Porter, 10 points, but... He only took nine field goals tonight and only took three three-point attempts. Not ideal when your best three-point shooter only takes three three-point attempts. And Markeith Morris. Markeith Morris clearly did not want to play tonight. He got ejected early in the first quarter. And um, but you know, the rest of the Wizards didn't want to play tonight, so he had a little bit of an excuse because he wasn't on the floor for this travesty. So just a little play-by-play from the game. The Wizards were really down pretty much the, nearly entire, the entire game. They found themselves down 11 in the second quarter, were able to claw their way back, and actually in the fourth quarter took a 93-87 took a to 87 lead with about six minutes to play. However, the Hawks then countered that 7-0 run with a 12-0 run of their own, and the Wizards just never, never had a shot. And here we are again, uh, Wizards with their latest, their latest um, game where they play down to their level of competition, lose. And um, Scott Brooks was not happy after the game. He, uh, he, the locker room was described as very tense. And uh, there's a video online where he, his entire post game uh, interview was up, and. Brooks said, quote, one-on-one players, there's not many in this league, and we don't have one on our team. To me, end quote, that to me, that sounds like a shot at Bradley Beal and Kelly Oubre. Later, he goes on to say, quote, our our perimeter defense is porous, embarrassing, end quote. That sounds like a shot at everybody, and he alluded to that he just needs to find five guys that will play defense, and it doesn't matter if they're bigs, doesn't matter if they're small. He's just looking for five guys who want to play defense because right now there there aren't any players on the on the Wizards that that really look look checked in, which makes which leads me to my next thing. Have the Wizards checked out on Scott Brooks? Um, the Wizards are clearly checked out. They want the regular season to be over. That's pretty clear just kind of from these efforts, these last few games, you know, save for the Cleveland game where they just couldn't close that one out. The Wizards are ready for the playoffs. However, has Scott Brooks's criticism just kind of fallen on deaf ears? We've heard these quotes before. We heard them midway through the season. We heard about them after that horrific loss in Brooklyn by about 38 points. We heard about it after that loss to Utah um, by 46 points, I believe. We heard about it just two games ago in the loss to Chicago. No urgency, no energy. 
So, which leads me to think that this team is has kind of checked out on Scott Brooks. You know, how many post game interviews does he has to have to come out and call? No, he didn't call players out by name. He called the entire team out and alluded to certain things. But how many times does he have to get in a microphone and say these things before the Wizards actually take it seriously? So that kind of leads me to think that the Wizards may have um, have checked out on Brooks. I could be wrong, but this isn't something that we're talking about. It's not really getting talked about from the local media. However, that's just something that's that's caught my eye. And um, yeah, and with the loss, things do not look any better. The Wizards have now fallen to the eighth spot. Uh, which would match them up against the Toronto Raptors. Say what you want about the Raptors, especially the Wizards series with them a couple years ago. This Wizards team, doesn't matter who they're playing. doesn't matter if it's the Raptors, doesn't matter if it's the Cavs, the Celtics. If the Wizards show up like this, they are getting swept in the first round. Maybe they can eke out one victory, but this team looks bad. They have a lot of issues to solve, and the and it that's not a good thing when you have two games to play and yes, you could say, oh, well, there was no John Wall tonight. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The Hawks, they were led in scoring by Torrey and Prince, but they were marching out guys that they pulled up from the G League. They had a bunch of rookies out there, Isaiah Taylor, Tyler Dorsey, Damian Lee. If you get beat by that, by, by that level of competition, that's bad. The Wizards were 11-point favorites coming into this game, even without John Wall. And there's just not a whole lot more to say. This is, you know, I want to say that the the Wizards continue to disappoint, but we're kind of at the point of the season or just the point of, of everything where everything's just numb. You, you kind of expect this to happen. Um, you, you're cautiously optimistic that they will come out with the energy they need. But, you know, it... it it didn't really surprise me that they came out and laid an egg against uh, the worst team in the Eastern Conference and third worst team in the NBA. Now the Wizards, you know, just two more games left in the regular season. They're currently stuck at 42 wins. Um, their ceiling is 44. So that's not, if I told you that beginning of the year, you probably would have said, oh no, you're lying. Or yeah, that's that sounds like it was a pretty sh- shitty season, but you know, who knows? The Wizards, they they have a game against the Celtics, who they always wake up for. Um, Celtics will probably be resting a lot of their players. John Wall will be playing in that game. But then the very next night, the Wizards will be in Orlando to close out the season. The big thing is, the Wizards really can't be scoreboard watching. They can't be standings watching, trying to position themselves into the seventh seed to get the Celtics in the first round. Um... Because the Celtics have already shown that they can they can go toe to toe with the Wizards even without Kyrie Irving. So they they were without Kyrie Irving, Al Horford, Jalen Brown, and they still took the Wizards into double overtime. The Wizards had to eke out that victory. So if I'm the Wizards, I'm worried about playing good basketball, not so much where I fall in the standings. If they if they can get their way to the seventh seed, that would be great. However, the way they're playing right now, it doesn't matter who they're playing. They would they would get swept. They would it would be pretty quick work in the first round. So thank you for listening. Uh, I will jump back on once the season concludes, and um, maybe we'll have a little bit more opt- a little bit more optimism. Maybe the Wizards will find the Celtics in the first round. But like I said, if we don't see anything in these next two games that make us think differently, 
it's uh, it's looking like it might be a pretty quick postseason. Thanks for listening, and I will talk to you next time.